in the moment he we had the most intense conversation where he just laid it all out and he wanted me to lay it all out and at the very end of the conversation he leans back in his recliner and he puts his hands on his head he goes, okay, let's talk about sexual stuff. <laughs> I barfed. Because I was like, nope. This is a mistake. This is This is a Mistake. I'm Martha Ellen. I'm Shelby. I'm Josh. And today we're joined by my sisters. I'm Frances. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <Aunt> Frances. <laughs> I'm I'm Frances. I'm Frances. Francis. Francis. <laughs> my name is Anne Claire, and my sister is Francis, and we have a similar voice. Yes. So we're joking with y'all right now. We're not both Francis. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> why don't you guys tell us what you do, um, who you are, you know, anything interesting you want to tell us? Yes, my name is Francis, and I make videos for a living um i am the good behind good team (laughs) (laughs) no i'd say you're the team and i'm the good i would agree with that and claire makes it pretty and then i make the team happen yeah i'm the the aesthetic and you're the you're the glue wow i'm gonna cry um yeah but yeah i make videos but also i don't like to be bored and so i also um am a rover and wag dog walker which has landed me a job every day, five days a week, walking a dog, um, which is nice. His name is Sully. He's Chunky Boy. And then I pick up a kid every day from school and watch him until his parents get home. And between the hours of 8.30 and 12, I edit slash shoot videos. So it's like a part-time job, but... (laughs) No. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's busier than that. You've like tried to fill your time up more yeah. recently because you Yeah, well, okay, I've I went to school uh for video production, specifically TV production and loved it. I enjoyed it because of the like technical side of it. Um but now once I graduated, I did get a full-time job. <laughs> Moved to Florida. Love Florida. We hate Florida. Um, just kidding. Florida's a terrible state. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Am I kidding? I don't know. Now I confused you. <laughs> so, uh, moved to Florida and got a full time job working a video, and it was terrible. So, um, anyway, I moved to Florida after I graduated and got a job. Worked there for six months, and I hated it. And so I moved back home, and then got a job in Mountain High Outfitters, which is a outdoor retail store. And worked there for a year and a half, and then left on good terms. I still shop there. She was a manager. I was a manager. She climbed. I was not a store manager. I was a manager, department manager. I did climb. You climbed. I recently quit and worked (laughs) at summer camp this summer, and then as of uh, the end of the summer, I was full-time freelance. So, yes, I'm filling my time with things because I'm afraid I'm not going to have 40 hours worth of work and video Therefore, I, I have to fill my time with something, which has been very lucrative, actually. Much more so than working at Mountain High, that's for sure. $12 an hour, my butt. <laughs> and Claire, what do you do? Um, well, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I basically do similar things to Francis minus the child and the dog um well i have my own dog and that is amazing i love her her name is butters um, she's the best dog ever and i have a husband too and he's a good guy stan is getting there that's francis yeah dog. francis has a dog that's a good i will good say guy. post snip snip stan has been the best dog post snip snip uh-huh. hmm. i only really knew stan pre snip snip well you need to hang out with me more obviously true Continuing, Claire. <laughs> anyway, so I work at a church part-time, and I do all their editing. So, well, I help her with shoots, too. I'm not really, like, a shoot kind of girl if I'm on my own, but I love working with Frances because she's a great leader, and she's good at all the technical stuff. Aww. But I like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like to um, be alone in a box editing by myself. Which is my worst nightmare. Exactly. So that's why we work great together. So I thought we were going to say that together. That's why we work we're a great, great team. Together. Oh, <laughs> that's why we make 
a good, good team, team, which is the name of Francis's production <laughs> yeah, company. Yeah. Um, but I do a good amount of Francis's editing for her, and I mean, we film weddings. Yeah, so I'll sometimes I'll go and help her film, but usually she'll film them on her own because I don't really like to do that. I I graduated. So I went to Alabama and I majored in photography and I did that because, you know, in high school you're like, I don't know, you don't know what you're doing at all. And so I like taking pictures and people told me I was good at it and I bought myself a camera with my first job money and my parents were kind enough to let me do whatever I wanted in college. Not that they had to control me or anything, but they were kind of uh, paying for it. So, um, (laughs) but they, they were there, they've been really amazing. They have five kids and they've literally supported us in whatever we want to do. And none of us have taken, none of us have done nine to five, even a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, Francis tried it. Well, and Claire didn't try it. Well, I I try, I, that's actually what I was going to say was my mistake. Ah. It's not really a mistake, but I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Whenever you ask the question. (laughs) Um, but so basically through college I kind of like fell out of loving taking pictures just because it came became like a job and I lost like my passion for it and after college I tried to like make my own or during college I tried to make my own like photography business and I it's just not my personality like that's why I love working with Francis so much just because I'm not like I mean I shot a few weddings and have done tons of like baby pictures and senior pictures and all that and like I always thought the pictures turned out great, but I just, like, it, like, ran me ragged. Like, it's just not my personality to be in charge of, like, 30 people on a wedding day. And, like, I don't know. I just, I would, the part that I loved about all that was being on the computer and editing the pictures afterwards. And so I'm really glad that now, even though I'm not really taking pictures anymore, we just pretty much do video stuff. And at the church I work at, I do video and audio. Um, I'm glad that I have an outlet to do even though I didn't really train in what I'm doing now, I've learned it and I enjoy it a lot and I get to not be in charge, which is what (laughs) I like, even though I was kind of in charge in our childhood. Oh my Uh God. (laughs) Triggered AF. (laughs) Maybe that's why you don't like being in charge now. It's because you're like always the oldest kid and you always felt like, excuse me, I'm the oldest. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Martha was the oldest, but she was always like a little older. So she was always like, you're also way a more independent. Twenty-one yeah. months older than well, you. But we you all always, say she's just too old. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But you really were. You were like gone all the time because yeah. you were homeschooled. So like your social life was out of. Well, I guess like everyone's out of the house, but like you were gone. Like just you. I don't know. I had my own life, and I just ruled the younger children because I'm the second oldest. So yeah, and you're also very intense. She's definitely the dominant child. We all submit, <laughs> submitted, <laughs> including <Yes>. me. <laughs> but that Shelby, I think you might have a point because I have actually like cried talking to them about this before, like just how I'm like sorry that I was like that because it's not really who I am now. Like it's not. I'm not a dominant person. I mean, I've like really. It's been like one of my biggest struggles in life is to like be able to confront people and like you know when having a problem, not let people run over me and all that and. I'm finally coming into my own at 26 <laughs> years old. When you but, are comfortable with something, you are dominant. Like you are in control. Like yeah. when, when we're all hanging out together, you're usually the one that is keeping the party going. Like yeah, in the sense I mean, of I like, like to keep hosting. The party alive. Yeah, yeah, I love hosting. Yeah, but that probably is a reason why I don't like it and like work stuff because yeah. I don't know. You're very dependable, though. Thanks, Francis. You're welcome and loyal. So is Martha Ellen. Yeah. So is Francis. <laughs> <laughs> so Franny, you are too. Around the corner, I, I love. You, no, actually, you really are. You're okay, dependable. <laughs> no, you you are dependable. That's like okay. So Francis, as she's been turned, saying, a weird I feel like we always have a Martha Ellen's encouragement corner session. <laughs> so <laughs> get ready for all three of us to just yeah. be encouraging everyone. But Francis has been. Uh, doing those dog walking things and she keeps sending me links she's like hey if you want to write a review for me like make me look better and i always write really honest reviews about how you are genuinely very dependable and thank you. conscientious and i think that anyone who wants to give you their dog thank you will their dog will just come out better yeah. wow and you'll love them <laughs> you love dogs i love dogs uh do you have any mistakes kind of in your more professional life um and if so 
how did that affect you? And Claire. And Claire. <laughs> and Claire here. And and Claire here. And Claire. <laughs> Um, my name is Anne Claire and I know I'm just kidding. Okay. So professionally, I don't know that it's really like a mistake and I also don't really like to live with regrets. So I feel like it's fine that all of this happened, but I like after college, I moved home. And as you guys know, our father is a great nine to five gal guy guy (laughs) and he always he i think that he still really genuinely would love if we had like great insurance and like stable jobs and like not doing freelance because he like just doesn't understand it he's an insurance person and like that's why i literally don't talk to him about work yeah and i mean we can talk to him about like cool stuff we're doing but just talking about like businessy type stuff is just not really like his he doesn't care like because it doesn't relate to him at all so um after college when I was living at home he hardcore pressured me to go uh interview at a bunch of like nine to five type of places that are like you know like an advertising place and like a magazine and like like some like high up things that we had like friends that worked there that's how like we got the in for me to like talk to like the freaking CEO of like the advertising place and all that stuff and like when I think back to those interviews I cringe so hard because it's like so not me like I'm not I don't like it's not a mistake that I did that stuff I just wish that I had like had more of a backbone and also like to tell my dad that that's just not who I want to be you know like that's not really what I want to do with my life and but on the same side of that I understand why he made me do it because I didn't have anything to fall back on like not anything but I mean I had I was working for my mom at at that point and like doing that stuff but like I didn't have anything that he saw as solid so I wish that I could have like been stronger in that way to like be able to not have to go through the motions of like going to have to find the day before an interview find like a business casual outfit because all I wear is like like hippie skirts and like (laughs) yeah like very boho (laughs) yeah like I just don't I it was I just literally was walking into those places feeling like I wasn't myself at all so I knew it wasn't ever going to work out because I was super uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. and also coming straight out of college I had no experience like I had no business going into like those type of businesses and like I mean they're just like nice places like I'm just like I like to work from home and I like my little box at the church I work at and I like um I don't know I'm just glad that it worked out the way it did and that I didn't have to get I'm super super blessed like not have to be forced into some job that like I had to you know like alter who I am as a person yeah and not be happy because I legitimately have been like happy since the day I left college because I hated school. It was terrible. Me too. But I just, I don't know if that was like a mistake or I don't really regret it because I think that it's like a good thing for me to have had those like experiences and stuff, but I just cringe so hard when I think back to it and I wish I had been like stronger to have some way to not have done those. Yeah. Well, it's hard because like at that time you're living at mom and dad's house. So yeah, there's also like a guilt thing because yeah. obviously they didn't make me pay rent and you know. Our family's not very good at communication necessarily and slightly passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so dad would, he still does this to me. He'll every now and then just send an email of like, this is, this is a list of places that are hiring and or he sent us like a facebook message of like this link that was oh, yeah. <laughs> like 2017 uh lowest paying jobs or lowest, like the lowest worst, pay, paying majors like uh, the worst that, college degrees to get like the yeah, and worst all three degrees. of ours were on that list like, top <laughs> yeah. three, like he goes not trying to poke anything like poke like, any a bunch of emojis like, so it was fine but it was like emojis. okay yeah but still we smell what you're stepping in mark <laughs> But he has five kids, and the three that are out of college and working all are freelance of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Which well, makes... I'm pretty positive Elizabeth and Neil are going to make enough money to support us, too. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth's going to take over the family business, so. Legit. What's the family business? Hotels. The hotels. Oh. Not our family, our mom's family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our granddad built hotels. Extended family business. Yeah. <laughs> do you um, have something yeah do you have a professional mistake um yeah i have made a few mistakes <laughs> in my professional life i would say like this the smallest yet most p- 
prevalent mistake that I make is not following up, mm-hmm. which is a small one. But I think back to like at the beginning of my freelance career, when I got out of college, people would ask me like, oh, hey, can you do this? Like, how much would it cost? Or like, what would this look like? And I'd be like, yeah, this blah, 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 blah. And this is what it costs. And this is what it is. And then they just like would never respond. So I would just be like, oh, they don't want to do it. But I should have been like, hey, it's been a week. What do you think? Right. And I think I've gotten better better at it, but I think I could have gotten a lot more jobs when I first started had mm-hmm. I followed up. So I've learned from that mistake. That's good. Yeah. I think that's a really important one, too, that is very applicable for a lot of people. Just even in, like, the job hunt and, I don't know, I think that following up and being responsible and setting, like deadlines and timelines for things like that's one thing i'm learning a lot right now it's hard to like navigate those like situations because you don't want to be too pushy and that's what keeps you back when you're younger and then you build confidence and then you know like you feel the people out and all that but it is super uncomfortable because also like doing anything freelance whether it's like art or whatever you have to value yourself in Mm -hmm. some way Mm -hmm. and that's like a super uncomfortable thing that i've always had to deal with is like you have to put a price on something you've created and that's awkward and yeah. then some people like take it too far and they charge too much and you don't want to be that person right. or like yeah you just yeah. you have to value yourself and your time and all that and it's like awkward in some ways but if you're brave enough it'll hopefully you know be worth it but be worth it yeah i think also um speaking professionally i wouldn't say like Anne claire said I wouldn't say mistake like it was a mistake I think because I am grateful for the experience but I think it was a little maybe on my part done in the wrong way moving to Florida after I graduated college Mm -hmm. because I just had a lot of pride in like oh I have a job before I'm even done with college so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna kill it and it turned out to be something that was very hard for me personally and also career-wise, just because I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So I wouldn't say it was a mistake, but I would say I wish I'd done it differently. Yeah. I think that's really hard when you, like you said, you were offered a job before you even got finished with school. Yeah. And then you didn't know anything else. You didn't know that there would have been more opportunity. And, yeah, I mean, I think that you did what most anyone would do. Yeah. It just... I just had a lot of pride in it. And I, like, knowing that I had like nine to five with benefits and a salary is like, Oh, well I'm better than everybody else because in March of my senior year I had a job. Yeah. So it's like from the start, it was a bad thing. And then I got down there and I was like, I know everything I'm doing is I just graduated. And it was like, that was why I failed is because my mentality was wrong, Mm. but I learned a lot from it. And now I think it has affected the way that I take on my career now. So I'm grateful for it. It's not a mistake at all, but I'm grateful for it. Was the job in Florida a video job? It was a video job, yeah. I was working at a church. I was a media director, so in charge of everything video, social media, services, blah, blah, blah. But I just didn't. I was immature, essentially, which was the mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Your maturity. Yeah, now I'm super mature (laughs) because I'm almost 25. (laughs) So you should pay her at her Venmo. Yeah, her birthday is November 16th. (laughs) I think it's on a Friday. (laughs) Even better. It's a good day for a birthday. Yeah, it's a really good day. Birthday (laughs) drinks. Birthday drinks on Venmo. (laughs) Let's hope. I just changed my Instagram bio uh, if you forgot. (laughs) My Instagram is Franny Get Your Gun. Okay, I feel weird. <laughs> it's okay. We'll do plugs for uh, that at the end. What about any funny mistakes? Like lighthearted, <laughs> non... I have one that you experienced with me. Uh, the one time we've hung out other than this moment right now. <laughs> that was my birthday, which is... This is Martha Ellen, and it was June 8th. <laughs> we were at, at Parkside. Parkside yeah, yeah, and Shelby and I were waiting in line for food. And I was wearing the t-shirt of the camp oh. that I worked at. At Parkside, which to me, Parkside is a restaurant. We were at Back. I mean, it is a bar, but anyway. We're at Hotbox. Hotbox. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And this lady turns around and she goes, oh, my kids go to that camp. And I was like, that's amazing. That's so cool. She's like, yeah, I'm the YMCA director. And I was like, oh, no. 
because the YMCA is like our rival, and so like we always talk about, oh, this is what we're, this is what YMCA do, is doing, and this is what we're doing. Then and why are her kids going to Camp Straight Street? Because she but knows listen it's to what she says. Oh. So she then she goes, <laughs> "I'm the director at the YMCA, and I would never let my employees wear the YMCA shirts at a bar." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, let me guess." You just got off work. You didn't have a t-shirt. You just had to wear it. And I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I'm so bad in those situations where it's like super awkward. And she I don't... was so awkward. She was so <laughs> aggressive. It's like, why was are you Francis saying this awkward right now? or was like, the lady awkward? No, like the situation. It's like she didn't have to say that. She could have kept it in her head, but she was like trying to make a point. She was like, oh, you're wearing that to a bar. She's like, sorry, I'm just like the YMCA director and I would never let oh. one of my staff members like wear that out. I'm super the way you felt here. is exactly what she no wanted one, you to feel, yeah. which is a horrible thing. Yeah. No one like, asked for your opinion. Yeah. And then she kept like talking about how it was her cheat meal, like kind of making like uh, me uh. feel good. Like she wasn't talking to me, but she was like talking about how it was her cheat meal and stuff and like made me feel guilty that I was like getting that. And I was like, well, it's actually my cheat meal too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, she uh, was rude. She was the epitome of rude. Like, that, she sounds like she's fun to be married to. That is not a mistake, girl. You wear that camp shirt everywhere yeah, you okay, go. Here's, yeah, okay. I girl. think the mistake was the fact that I just let it happen uh, and also i really instead wanted of to punching her in the face <laughs> <laughs> i really wanted to go like change my shirt that would have been way better if you were punching some lady in a camp in a, oh, in yeah. camp a shirt like, in a bar oh yeah no that wasn't a mistake that's just a funny lighthearted story <laughs> it was a mistake on her part for open her mouth that's right gosh shut it for talking to the gun yeah, I love that that's a thing. <laughs> Very lucrative. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, man. AC, you got any mistakes? Um, When I was thinking about what my mistakes were, I couldn't think of any. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought about something. It's kind of like Francis's. Just a series of unfortunate events. You know? And <laughs> so about a month ago, I was driving down 280 on a long 40 minute drive to the airport to pick my husband up. Um, and there's a giant black storm cloud and I see the lightning coming and all that. Get to the airport. His flight's already been delayed like an hour and a half. And I have to sit there for 45 more minutes because it gets more delayed because of the storm. And I've got Butters, my dog with with me and um this whole time i'm like super annoyed but i'm like choosing happiness you know those moments where you're like um hashtag choose happiness (laughs) choose happiness instead of choose annoyance and so i find on my spotify classical piano music so for the 45 minutes i'm sitting in the cell phone waiting lot at the birmingham airport i'm playing classical piano music which means my car's on for 45 minutes and I got a text saying Tyler is here at the airport and I try to move my car and everything starts beeping and I have like one of those little like you know GPS TV things in the middle it's like flashing and all my lights are on and all that stuff so I like get right out of the parking spot and then I have to stop my car and I try to turn it off try to turn it back on it's not even clicking it's not even like doing that thing it does when it's dead it literally is just not doing anything and so I call Tyler and he says, uh, get your jumper cables out, blah, blah, ask someone to help you. Because he's like, you know, half a mile away, like, you know, whatever. And uh, my button on my, already my button up front doesn't work, never has for my trunk. And my button on my key thing is not working because I guess the car is completely dead and not responding. I have one of those little key fobs that like you flick out your key like, like a switchblade, you know, and it's not coming out. It literally won't come out. I have no idea why. So I cannot get to my jumper cables. So Tyler, my kind husband, tells me to go talk to every single person in the cell phone waiting line and ask them if they have jumper cables. It's, <laughs> but by the way, it's like 11 p.m. at night at this point, and I've got to go knock on people's windows at the cell phone <laughs> the waiting lot. I've left my dog in the car. Don't forget, and there's a storm a brewing. Yeah, the storm this is was, a brewing. <laughs> this was the night of the loft show. Remember that crazy rainstorm? Yes. It's that, that night. night. So 
I don't know if you guys have ever knocked on people's windows at 11 p.m. At, uh, near the Birmingham airport, but people don't really take kindly to you interrupting their time alone. And everybody looks so shocked and terrified at me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, can you please? Uh, and they roll their window like a third of the way down because they're sketched out by me. And nobody has jumper cables. No one even knows how to use jumper cables. There's only one fellow who takes any interest in me, and he's an older, creepy man. And he follows me back to my car. Which I'm is on the why phone he with took interest. Exactly. <laughs> he follows me back to my car. I'm like on the phone with my husband. He's telling me, "Don't talk to this guy. Like, don't let him help you." The guy's trying to help me with my switchblade key, and nobody can figure it out. And then the guy's like, "Do you want me to drive you over to um, the airport, like, to help you, whatever?" And I was like, "Um, I don't know." And Tyler's like, "No, no, no." <laughs> and he was like, "Tell him we're gonna call AAA." And I was like, "Okay." We're going to call AAA. It'll be fine. Thank you. And then right then, freaking thunderstorm rain, just like the most rain I've ever experienced. And I'm like laughing at this point. I haven't started crying yet. I'm, that piano <laughs> music is still like turning in my head, <laughs> trying to be relaxed about it. And I didn't realize I had left my door open. So my dog's out of the car. She, some lady like stops her car. It's pitch black, raining. The guy's finally walking away from me. And this lady like stops. She's like, is this your dog? My dog doesn't have a collar on. Like we were lounging at home before we picked up my husband. Anyway, all of it's just like a movie. And I sit in my car. My father-in-law, who lives 45 minutes away, is like on the way. And I sit there for like 20 minutes and decide to like try the car again. And it turns on enough for me to get over to Tyler. Everything is still beeping at me, like just like crazy. And he just hops in the car instead of stopping and letting all the policemen help us. There's like three policemen at the airport, obviously. And he's like, no, it's probably the battery, like something about the alternator. Like if you keep the car running, it like charges the battery or something yeah. news to me. I don't know. And so <laughs> I let him and, you know, I let him very reluctantly and I start having a panic attack on the interstate because everything is beeping like this TV thing in our car. It's like just like turning off and on in the car. I can like feel it like he's like, everything's fine. Don't he's like calming me down because I legitimately am like freaking out. And he's like being super nice, but like I can feel the car like stopping and like starting. And we get to about Third Avenue and <laughs> our car stops. We roll into the middle of like we get off the interstate. Thankfully, we roll into the middle of an intersection and it's still pouring rain. We told his dad to turn around because he's too far away and our parents came. And then I have to watch my dad and my husband push my car over into a, an abandoned lot. And I just this is like also midnight. Yeah, exactly. It's literally like, and I, On I mean, Third Avenue North. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> literally so terrifying. Pouring People rain. are honking at us like as if we're doing this on purpose. Like, <laughs> and I've got my dog. And I'm like, please don't run away again. Like, but it was a fabulous time. Um, I guess that my mistake was listening to classical music and trying to calm myself down <laughs> because I don't know if that is the reason why my car messed up, but I can imagine that sitting for almost an hour with your car on and not moving or anything doesn't help Probably and yeah yeah but you survived I did survive it really was like a, a horrible horrible night for me it really it seemed like a movie like just all of the perfect terrible things happening and I mean I'm just thankful for living in the same town as both of our parents and family because like even if our parents weren't there I could have called Martha and she was close like yeah. um but <sighs> terrible hated it it was awful i heard about terrible. this like a week later because she sent me a text about it and somehow i opened it and didn't read it yeah it i like sent her like one of those long text. ones like was I, so I was just like venting because i have a long distance best friend and marthon's kind of like my long distance best friend even though we only live like 30 minutes away so i was like <laughs> i'm gonna send her that info and then i'm gonna send it to marthon also and i sent it like in the middle of the night so she yeah. never saw it and then like a week and a half later she was like and Claire, I, I just saw this text. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I was like, yeah, I'm over it now, but thanks. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> thanks for your support. No, yeah. it was okay. Well, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to vent to you a little bit. Well, and you sorry, got to read it. There for you. I did read it. I did hear about the story, and it sounded terrifying. I'm sorry. Thank Again. you. Um, Francis, there is one particular yeah, thing I want to bring up. I was really hoping that we were just going like, to no, tap it on that and say, all right. Francis has just a really you know, unique story. I have a unique life. Um, you really do. I like to think that one day my life will be made into a TV show. Mm. And this is all content for um, said TV show. It'll be like Life of Pi, but Life of 
Fran. Francis. Fry. <laughs> this story that I'm about to tell you, actually, a lady who writes uh, Christian love novels asked about that. if she could use this story in one of her books. What? So... I'm famous. <laughs> I forgot about it. That's why. <laughs> Maybe not by direct association, but my story is famous. <laughs> <laughs> there um, is a story out there in a Christian romance novel that is inspired by Francis Gunn. Yeah. Francis Dash Gunn on Venmo. Thank you. Um, <laughs> a good team production. Also, it's not a romance novel. It doesn't have like Fabio on no, the No, it is Christian romance. She, uh, she categorizes it as Christian romance. It's oh. Christian. It love has stories. Christian Fabio think, on it. Oh yeah, uh, that's not me. Fully clothed. <laughs> this probably this probably sounds really weird, but I feel like Jesus is like Christian Fabio. He has girded mm-hmm. loins. That's for sure. <laughs> Jesus' loins are girded. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking oh. about Christian Fabio. Lord, uh, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, that's <worse>. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, this is the story of my first kiss. <laughs> get ready um, this happened when i was 22 years old so let that be a lesson to all of you christian parents it's possible to to abstain from kissing until you're 22 <laughs> but i would not recommend it because after this story you will have your your children kissing at 12 years old behind the bleachers at Whoa. the middle school <laughs> encouraging that yes yes <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate about 12-year-olds kissing. (laughs) Okay, all right. I do wish, though, I had more experience until this moment. Um, But I, my first boyfriend was a great guy. We met at church. He was the youth leader of the middle school. I was the camera person, media person. And um, we were the only two people our age. (laughs) So like any good churchgoers, we started dating. (laughs) Actually, that's not true. There was two other girls, but he already dated one and the other was a sister. So he's not going to date the sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, we dated and uh, the relationship started well. I mean, it's a little awkward because we both were awkward. Um, He actually, if you can believe it, was more awkward than I. Did you tell them his age? (sighs) <sighs> nope. I was 22. Barely was legal. 19. <laughs> <laughs> Barely legal. Yeah, he was three years younger than me. Um, which, you know, at the time, is just it's not a big deal. Emotionally. And also, in the grand scheme of things, like, you can no, it's literally not. date someone yeah. who's... Yeah, no. It's not a big 30 deal 30 years younger. I thought you were going to say 13. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> not at those ages. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, three years, not a big deal. I think at 19 and 22, it's a much bigger deal than at yeah. 30 and 27. Yeah. Um, but less You followed learned. your heart. I followed my heart. Anyway, so we started dating in, like, in July, early August... And he had come over to watch Stranger Things the whole first season. And I knew that I liked him, knew that he liked me. And I was like, I am such like a business, like, if it's there, we're going to talk about it. And so it had been like three weeks of us like doing the like likey thing. And he came over to watch Stranger Things. And at the end of the season, you know, everything's wrapped up. The awkward moment comes like, what do we do now? (laughs) And so I was like... Um, I don't just, like, watch full seasons of TV shows with boys in my apartment alone. (laughs) He was like, okay. I was like, so, like, I'm saying I like you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how the relationship began. Um, But then after that, it was just kind of like every Tuesday he'd take me out because my roommate would have worship practice and I wouldn't have anything to do. So we'd go to dinner. Well, the first official date that we went on, we went to... Uh, macaroni grill because his mom gave him a gift card his mom was an angel and um i got the lasagna wouldn't recommend um so the whole meal we were just like chatting he was like expressing his emotions like you're so beautiful i like you and i was like i don't think i like him this much (laughs) uh and mind you it was my first relationship so anyway after i just all this like 
stress came over me in that moment of him literally when he told me you're so beautiful i was like i don't know what to do with this information like a boy has never like expressed himself like this to me in a macaroni grill and so (laughs) as we left i just was like panicking i was like is he gonna grab my hand he thinks i'm beautiful like we're dating (laughs) you had also told him a story oh when you were in college yes so in college i went to australia and i had a crush on a boy and i told him that i liked him and i was like you make me feel like i want to throw up but like in a good way not because like you're repulsive but like i get nervous and i just want to throw up because i'm like nervous to be around you and so that story had circulated around the people at the in my life at that moment of me dating boyfriend because i thought it was funny because it's funny it's you know whatever and so he was like i hope i make you throw up you know like it's just the whole thing was just it was all, always flirting with you about your anxiety yeah it's great you know it's really good uh but it was a joke that we all tossed around and so as we were leaving the restaurant and i was panicking about if he was gonna hold my hand or not or like is he gonna kiss me when we go back to the house like what are we gonna do like he's gonna like come in and we're gonna like watch a movie and then cuddle and then he kisses me and then he leaves and he kisses me and, and she's then... never kissed anyone before yeah so i was like worried about it it's like emotions that a 14 year old has and i'm 22 years old (laughs) (laughs) so anyway uh we're walking to the car still nervous about the hand holding and i felt it in the in the bottom of my throat i felt it the barf (laughs) i was like this is this is it and so i said uh with my leftover lasagna in my purse i said uh can you uh, could you just hold this first i think i'm gonna throw up and so i went to the bushes and i barfed (laughs) i threw up and that was the first of many but i did i threw up and um we got in the car and he was really nervous and he was like oh, what do you want to do like you want to you just i was like just take me home so we went home we watched an episode of bob's burgers i drank some water and then he left and i called my bestie at the time tammy who's this like 55 year old woman who worked at the church she's the best <laughs> and uh, i was like tammy you're not gonna leave this but i just threw up on our first date and i don't know what to do and she was like francis you need to tell him call him right now and let him know that it was not the lasagna that made you throw up. It was him. Oh, Tammy. Oh, after I hung up with Tammy, I threw up again. So I called my boyfriend after and I said, hey, uh, I just want to let you know, like, not the lasagna that made me throw up. I know I said that earlier, but, like, it's you because, <laughs> like, you're cute and I'm nervous and, like, I thought you were going to kiss me and I want to kiss you and I didn't know how to do it and I was worried. And I literally told him all this. Aww. And he was like, oh, no, like, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Like, you're, you're great. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And he was like so nervous. I was so nervous. Literally like a 14 year old relationship. Anyway. And so we hang up, I throw up again. And then I call my best, my real best friend at the time. Well, she's actually still my best friend. Me. But, uh, Hannah Slory. And I was like, hey, oh my God, you're not going to leave. What's going to happen? What happened to me tonight? And so I told her how I threw up. And while I was on the phone with Hannah, I hear a knock on my door. Oh. And I, I looked to the people still on the phone. And I said, Hannah, uh, my boyfriend's standing at the door and I need to go. And so I opened the door and there he is holding my box of lasagna, which I left in his car. Oh. He shrugs his shoulders. Like, well, I got your lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and then he leans in. And he gives me a kiss, and it was the, like, that fast. Like, yeah. kiss, peck, hug, don't even look at me. And then he goes, oh, your roommate's in the parking lot. I gotta go. And he <laughs> walks out the door, he shuts the door, and I go and throw up again. Mind you, I'd thrown up twice and not brushed my teeth, and I kissed him. <laughs> threw up again. At least it was just a peck. Yeah. <sighs> At least you weren't yeah. tongue yeah. And then uh, that was my, and that was my first kiss. And then the next time we hung out, the next Tuesday, we went on a date. Um, he walked in the door. I said, we just need to get it over with. And I kissed him again. And that was the last time we kissed. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all were, you dated for like three months. We dated three months after that. And you I was also like, we lost can't. 15 pounds. No, I lost 30 pounds. <laughs> but it wasn't just him that was making me throw up. I realized in that experience that anxiety and stress makes me throw up. So thank you, Florida. <laughs> oh, this is in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So why'd y'all break up? Because she moved back to Birmingham. Because I moved back to Birmingham. Oh, so you do you still like him? <laughs> uh, I I did, like, uh, probably like six months after I moved back to Birmingham. I had, like, a deep, like, emotional longing Jeez. to, like, be with him again. And I, like, cried a lot about it. Um, 
and I actually called the guy that he was really close with and I like told him all about it and I was like what do I do and he was like don't tell him and I didn't tell him and I'm glad I didn't because it would have just been confusing yeah the only way it would work is if he were to move from Florida which his mom's a single mom and he's not gonna leave her because that's the kind of guy he is so because Francis is never moving back to Florida <laughs> I don't know. I can't never say that. Say never. never say never, but that was a that was a a form of a mistake. <laughs> At least I didn't get wow. pregnant. <laughs> okay. Francis, do you know how you get pregnant? It's not from a peck of a throw up kiss and lasagna. Oh, it's when you do the tongue. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's when you make out. Yeah, we didn't. I'm glad do that. you never did that. Yeah, no, I'm good. Not pregnant. <laughs> She's uh, almost 25 now, and she doesn't know how you get pregnant. <laughs> I know how you get pregnant. <laughs> Hit her up at her Venmo. <laughs> Francis Dash Gun. No I two ends. So, is this your first? Was these your only two kiss experiences? Uh, no, I have had one since then. It was and? actually in the spring. There's only one. Did you throw up? I did not throw <gasps> up. I know. I om- that one. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you drunk? Why, why <laughs> don't we ever talk about people's kisses on this show you more? You should. <laughs> that new go-to yeah. icebreaker. Oh, first kiss, first last curve. kiss. Yeah, well, uh, no, that one, I only threw up in that relationship, which we did date for like a week. We <laughs> we taught, we were like dating, like going on dates for like four months, but right. we made it official and I was like, ha, ah, no. Um, <laughs> but... The only time I threw up in that relationship, which was a tiny bit, I was really proud of myself, was in the moment, he we had the most intense conversation where he just laid it all out, and he wanted me to lay it all out. And at the very end of the conversation, he leans back in his recliner, and he puts his hands on his head, and he goes, okay, let's talk about sexual stuff. <laughs> and I barfed. Because I was like, nope. In his living room? In his living room. He threw up. Well, I like threw up in my mouth. I caught it and I went oh, to the toilet. Oh, you're so gross. And, you know, I said, I came back and I said, that's it. That's that's as bad as it gets. And he's like, that's not that bad. Because I obviously had told him about it. So just, I don't want to talk about sexual stuff before it's necessary. I mean. Right. Just let it happen. Yeah. No, I don't want to have like a deep conversation like about the all birds your... and the beads with your family. No, yeah, while you're like laying back in your recliner like my dad. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. talk about that's sexual what it felt stuff. Like. Yeah. And he said, let's talk about sexual stuff. And I said, no. where is this going? I'm abort. <laughs> I'm out. So that's my relationship in a nutshell. How would you not laugh? That that would be that, my first I, instinct. I would have laughed. Somebody seriously. just like went back and was just like, <laughs> Uh, this goes back to the part where I didn't have any experience before I was 22, you yeah. know? <laughs> Don't know what to do. I just throw up. But that's the last time I threw up in a stressful situation, which was almost a year ago, so. Oh, Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm you almost like, have almost your one-year, year, like, AA chip. Yeah. chip. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't yet, so thank yeah. you. Only time I've thrown up since then is from getting intoxicated i mean i am the opposite of and claire mentioned earlier that she doesn't want to have kids in this world i feel like i was created to have children yeah i feel like you were like too. i want to have like eight boys like that's my dream and to live on a farm and have like seven dogs have a baseball team yes yeah and I need the other half of the equation. You so also get need to this. be able to kiss boys. Yeah. I am getting better. I will say, when I kiss that guy, the sexual stuff guy. Uh, <laughs> no, not his name. He was a doctor. He was a very nice guy. Um, <laughs> when, mm-hmm. when, uh, when I kissed him, it was great. I really enjoyed it. So I felt good about myself. So this one wasn't a pet. Oh, no. Oh, it was also was no tongue, so I didn't get pregnant. But... <laughs> It was a longer I'm kiss. I'm so proud of you. you. Thank you. Kids later. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a, it was a. <laughs> you you couldn't hear that, that, but it stuck you for a while. Like a, like, a, like a four second little smoochie. Actually, there were two because he wears gla- he wore glasses and he kissed me and it was kind of quick. And he's like, oh, so sorry. That was awkward. And took his glasses off and then he kissed me again. It was longer. Aww. It's like yeah. a Disney movie. It movie. is. My life is a, is a, like the, all the throwaways of the Disney movie <laughs> scripts. The rejects. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So when do you think we'll be ready to date again? Um, I think I'm stepping into that actually. 
for a lot of personal reasons like I I feel like as of literally like the last two months there's a lot that's been changing in my heart about it so and specifically with the kissing stuff like (laughs) I know that the next time it happens I won't be barfing just because I know (laughs) what has transpired in my heart about it so I think you kind of went through this transition of like taking the pressure off. Yeah. Just cause like, especially the way that we were raised, we were raised with a lot of pressure on that specific sure. topic and we didn't talk about boys. We didn't date boys. We didn't do anything like that. Like, I mean, I cried when I told my mom that I liked a boy when I was 18 years old and I ended up marrying him. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. cried when I got asked to prom. Yeah. Just we like, had, there's, you didn't know there's, how to, yeah, yeah just we like didn't know how to deal with it. Breaking the news to my mom that literally we thought the they were going to be mad so at sweet. us. Do we like brought, bought me flowers and got all the art kids to write chalk on like three parking spaces in the high school lot? Aww, and like I was yeah. so happy about it. And I came so... home and my mom was like, <laughs> not happy about it. Like so just so, uncomfortable. Like, shame associated with any yeah. kind of like. Well, it it yes was no. Like, it's weird. It's like it's sh- not like she was unhappy. It was like she didn't. She knew that if we dated when we were like 15 or something like that, then it wouldn't last. And she didn't want us to get hurt. It was like yeah. all a protection thing. Yeah. Like, everything yeah, sure. that uh, super like shelter our entire childhood. Like mom told us once that she wanted every single thing that we asked to be a yes. So she protected us from anything that could have been a no. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? So it was like, like no's like help you grow. Yeah. And shake yeah. That's well, what we've learned. Yeah. Have you heard about our life? <laughs> But I'm grateful for it. I mean, yeah, I, I am too. regardless of the barfing and the stress and the yeah. crying and all that stuff, like, I think I, knowing myself, and I'm a very physical person, and so if I was, like, no limits, whatever you want to do, like, date whoever you want to date in high school, I think I would have made a lot of mistakes. Mm. And so... More, more like, uh, mental growing than you even have to do now, yeah. you know, yeah. like, because that kind of stuff, when you're younger, the things you do, like, really affects you. Mm-hmm. And that is something that like I'm thankful for even though our parents really did they protect us so hardcore and like I mean we all have you know our issues with it in some ways but I'm so thankful like yeah overall I'm so grateful for the way that we grew up and our parents and they're so amazing and as crazy as our family growing up was and our parents like they are really amazing and like we none of really us there's five kids and none of us are crackheads so yeah like, <laughs> i mean that's pretty successful i mean i think that's yeah, pretty you good. don't have that one dud that's like yeah. no we don't uh-uh. other than francis like we're good you know? <laughs> other than the barfing yeah <laughs> yeah growing up in a cult it's not that bad <laughs> i'm just kidding not this a cult kind of totally fine that's what cult members say it's not a cult it's not a cult they're gonna waterboard it really doesn't like it's funny i've only ever kissed my husband mm. And that sounds like I was raised in a cult. But, like... And Claire's the craziest one, too. I don't think so. I, well, Marthon's, <laughs> Marthon's kind of crazy well, now. Now, now that she's, before. like, uh, yeah, true escaped her bondage, <laughs> she <laughs> she's pretty YOLO. But yeah. I, I feel like I've just been consistently YOLO. Yeah. Well, you you've know. always got... You've had, like, a rebel mentality. Like, we grew up going to church, and then Claire was like, these people are fakers, and I'm not going to be yeah. a part of it. And it all turned out to be true. Mm. yeah that specific and claire was like the forefront like in your face rebel and i'm the sneaky yeah marthon's been sneaky since the day she was (laughs) born watching that hannah montana in the downstairs basement tv Uh, hannah Montana. no it was like maybe that was me seventh heaven (laughs) seventh heaven heaven. that 70s show show. malcolm in the middle this marathon's life growing up was we in marathon and claire's <laughs> room growing up there was a huge table that was there when we moved in because it's too big it's to, a picnic table it yeah big. and it was painted white and martha ellen took sharpies to it and just like drew all over it and then <laughs> she got her friends I, I to was sign it and that's where i did my schoolwork. yeah <laughs> yeah if she ever had a friend come over she would get him to sign it so yeah. by the time it left which she, i don't we should have a picture of it somewhere but by the time it left the house it was covered in sharpie like notes and friends and it was cool but it was also like kind of emo <laughs> but <laughs> Marthon Marthon's life was she would sit at the end of the table there's a tiny little box tv on with one three end, channels with three channels and sharpie marks everywhere on the table and she would have duct tape with a uh friendship bracelet and she'd make these bracelets yes, and that was so the true. beginning of mend by Martha yeah 
And she, so sad. You it also, started with Rise in the Cellar. It does, but it's I also made the bracelets cool. to people, and I got the music from people, and also my friends came and signed the table. <laughs> Picturing Martha Ellen, like... Locked in an attic. <laughs> listening to Rats in the Cellar. <laughs> That's exactly how Making was. friendship bracelets. <laughs> Literally, and this is when she straightened her hair every day because this is back in the day when she and I did not understand. We did not understand that curly hair is beautiful. We thought that burnt hair was beautiful. And no one knew I had curly hair until I was like 17. We turned out all right. Yeah, we're all right. Right, Right, guys? We're okay. Yeah, Yeah, they're nodding. They are great. Yep. All right. Well, you have any plugs? Any websites? Um, Let's talk about your Venmos, your Instagram. Francis Dash Gun. F R I N C E S Dash G U N N. That's my Venmo. (laughs) What's your Insta? My Instagram is Franny Get Your Gun. You can thank the eighth grade girls I was a camp counselor for for that one. Don't like theater, really. I mean, I love Wicked, but who doesn't? Um, Me. <laughs> so yeah, it's after Annie get your gun, but it's for Annie get your gun. So um, I mean, if uh, in the future, good team will have a better um, website or something. So yeah. maybe we'll come back to the podcast and after y'all send us all that money, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. be able to um, get a nice website going. You know. By the way, my birthday is November sixteenth. I feel like you guys like release these podcasts whenever something big is happening for the artist. So like, <laughs> you guys can release this the week of November sixteenth. We'll hold it until then. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Perfect. It's only like six weeks out. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have an Instagram. It is my name, which is Anne Claire Bishop. A N N C L A I R E Bishop. Like, like a pawn. Like a pawn. Like all of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's and Claire. And I'm Claire. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> when we have a Vimeo, which you can watch stuff on, which is literally just good team productions on Vimeo. Oh, I, I just good. feel kind of like ashamed because we haven't kept it updated in the last like month or two, which is not that bad. But mm-hmm. like we just... Um, Good team. Is we'll have like, something we're really proud of soon. So we're but. about to make an Instagram right here and right now. Uh, you guys can go follow Good Team Productions. Why do? Why have we never thought about this? I don't know. Thanks, Josh. Hey, no problem. Josh is the king of just grabbing Instagram. I did it last n- night names. during our podcast. Yep, that's really smart. So yeah, we're gonna make an Instagram. Follow us, Good Team Productions. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, thank you guys for being on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really appreciate it. It's been a good time. You're so welcome. This I is like feels like an extra long therapy session. So thank yeah. you. Good. Yeah. That's. I did see a therapist when I lived in Florida. I went to three <laughs> sessions, and uh, by the third one, I said, "Okay, I'm moving." <laughs> so it only took three three weeks to decide to move. <laughs> you said, "I'm not the problem." Florida. Is. <laughs> 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 call Florida a stale piece of bread. It, I, that is a good. It's I a really call accurate. It that. Yeah. Right. Bye. 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 Are we supposed to say bye? Bye. Yeah. Bye. 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 This is a mistake. I got in trouble when I was 25 years old for drinking a beer. So that was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Plugging more. Are you, what are you plugging now? Good team. Good team productions. As always. Well, at least you'll be doing work for your money. This They don't have a website yet. Uh, Martha's, my friend Martha's supposed to be working on one. We have a video. I'm a set of Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> what? A Venmo? You guys should send us some money. <laughs> Francis Dash Gun. <laughs> no I to end. <laughs> um, I want to read it, do my introduction, if that's okay. all right. Go for it. Tell um, us about yourself. Yes, thank you. Uh, my name is Francis. Again. Sorry. Hey, Francis. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, back to one. See, what do they say in the movies? Reset. Oh. <laughs> um, welcome to my world. <laughs> world of awkward. <clears throat> this is not getting cut out. <laughs> this is your truest self. This is, uh, this is how it goes. And uh, we're, we're sweating over here. So. You have to stop saying, can you please edit that out? Because he's not going to. <laughs> it's gonna he's going to keep in crazy. the part where you say, can you edit that out? I'm just thinking of like people He's going to put like a montage this. of like, can you edit that out? Can you edit that out? Can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um. It's a business.